Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Primetime with Alex Stein program tonight. This past weekend was one filled with terror and destruction that was basically fully live streamed right on Twitter or X. For the world to see, and watching these videos makes me absolutely sick. Whether or not you're on Israel's side or Palestine's side, the graphic footage is something that no human should ever have to be subjected to, no matter their religion. But unfortunately, that's not the reality of this situation. Israel and Palestine are never going to come to terms and create a copacetic existence for their people. But luckily for both countries, the Boston Tea Party happened. And now America can sell weapons to both sides, enriching all of Halliburton and Raytheon's corporate shareholders. So it's obvious that what is happening in the Gaza Strip is absolutely disgusting and terrible. But let's try to find the silver lining in all of this and look at the huge economic increases that's going to do great for all the defense contractors and the families that work for these companies. Because America leads the world when it comes to creating weapons that kill people. So two clients that are ready for bloodshed are going to make for a good Christmas for the Halliburtons and Raytheons this year. And speaking of Christmas, maybe if Israel and Palestine would just consider becoming good Christians and respecting thy neighbor, then maybe all of this could easily be fixed. But what do I know? I'm just a dumb talk show host with very few skills, so don't expect me to have the solutions for the Middle East. What I will have are the little things that make life so complete. Like, America's about to get paid, and I hope we can get some of that leftover profits to the Ukraine because we cannot forget about our brothers fighting over there. So it looks like we got World War III and World War IV all at the same time. And it was Gilbert Raytheon himself who would always say this when he was alive and when we we're about to go to war. We're rich, bitch. Now let's start the show. Have a wild show for you this evening. We have Rabbi Shmuley Boteok on to come and give us his input about the conflict that's happening in Palestine. And we're going to get the inside scoop. But before we get to him, I want to welcome on one of our best guests that we've ever had on this show. He's not just a personal friend of mine. He's a friend to so many people because his voice has been used in so many animations that people just feel like they already know him. Whenever I introduce this man to somebody, they feel like they've known them their whole lives because he's such a great human being. And with all that being said, let's welcome on the one, the only, Vic Mignogna. <laughs> oh, my dear Alex, I think the rabbi is going to be the fun part. You think the rabbi? The rabbi is going to be the fun part of this show. I'm going to be the. I'm afraid I'm going to be the party pooper of this show. Well, you better not be the party pooper, Darius. Hurry, hurry, hurry. No, no hurry, no, Darius. Hurry. This is me and Darius. We learned this. Yeah, we're just playing Darius's butt as a drum. So this is going to be a normal show. This is what we do every episode, Darius. Wow. Yeah, you're getting a great sound out of that. Yeah, there is some good sound out of that, Darius. Ah, oh, that hurts a little, doesn't it, Darius? That's what you get, because remember you were texting, why were you texting Vic? Why were you texting Vic all those times when you got laid off from the show and you died? <laughs> what, how many text messages, Vic, how many text messages did he send you? Uh, I, I can't recall right now. But that many that you can't remember. <laughs> Just 48. Yeah, 48! And, and he has sent inappropriate messages to lots of guests. Remember the girl? What, with Diana? Yeah, was no, that? You're, Vic, you're lucky you didn't do Diana. 
Uh, so actually, Darius tried to get Diana's number, was unsuccessful. So what did you do, Darius, on Instagram? Do you want to say it? Because we yeah, never actually confronted you. Tell him what you did you. on Instagram. Darius, what did you do? I blocked her. <laughs> oh, no. Shut up. Oh. Yes. Okay, she, I will explain. <laughs> Diana <laughs> texts me the, the next show, day. You know? So she was not. Wait, slow down. Let's get. Yeah, like, let, I mean, because because she wasn't acting. She she was she, she was being straight up. You know. She was not being you straight know. up. She was talking about how she wanted to go bowling with no, him. No, no. She was acting a hundred percent. She no, was no, acting. No, not that part, but but uh, I'm so precious. But no, no, I'd never go out with him. And so you blocked her. Yeah, well, well, not just that. What well, that's number one, but then number two, she didn't keep in touch. So, like, <laughs> well, at least you, know. you got to block her before uh, she blocked you. Yes. Right? Can, can you I got, can I explain the, my side of the, the story? Yes, shot, Jimmy. You know. Let's get your side no, of the no, story. No. We have so to get the, you an ad already. But okay. Yes. The, the next day, Diana texts me, say, "Hey, that Darius guy tagged me in a bunch of pictures on Instagram." <laughs> what? It was Darius shirtless selfies going like this and uh, <laughs> so she just get a bunch of notifications because Darius's Instagram name is at. Butt cheeks. <laughs> no, so Dara, Diana woke up Dara, to be tagged even... in butt cheeks to your weird ass selfies. <laughs> is your username really butt cheeks, Darius? Show Darius. What is your username? No, what? I'm being Tell dead him. serious. Go follow. Tell. Shout out your username. We're, we gotta I'm, get I'm gonna bring up the text. Sorry, because Vic's a guest. It's Darius Presley and the number two. You know, lowercase. Okay, Jimmy. Who's so number one? I'm, bring, I'm bringing up the text right now. Bring Just... up the text. <laughs> Is it really butt cheeks? Hurry, we gotta inter we gotta interview Vic. We can't interview you all. Day. No, it's not, it's not really butt cheeks. It's just my name and the. And, the and did you two. did tag her in a bunch of weird pictures of yourself? No. Well, you know, to be fair, Alex, he didn't so, send me so any here, pictures. Here, uh, um, this is what Diana I, sent me. He didn't send uh, any pictures to Vic. No, though. it says, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> at. Okay, you can't see it, but it says at Chubby Cheeks tagged you in a photo, and these were the photos, and it was like you that covered looks a lot in the like cream. You, Darius. <laughs> Didn't you send those photos to Vic? Vic, are you sure he didn't send you one of those photos? Wait, of that does look kind yeah, of look look photo. He yeah, sent yeah. you that photo, Vic. Yeah, yeah. He did send you I, that. I Why, think <laughs> Why are you sending those photos to our guest? Vic is like a famous voice actor. What, what, what do you expect him to say to that? You know, my favorite text that you sent, Darius, was, was when, remember when we went out? And, and I don't know if it was a drunk text or what, but we spent 20 minutes trying to decipher what oh you were saying. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's like, wait, I think this word could be... <laughs> we're trying to... Is this a code or something? I couldn't quite figure out what it was. He texts in codes. People don't understand. Instead of spelling one word out, he uses like 100 money signs for an S. So like <laughs> instead of Alex Stein, it'll be like A-I, then like an but at sign. Each letter, it'll always be... It'll always be four of them. You know. <laughs> what? We can't read it. When you do four of each letter, the word doesn't make any sense. Well, you got you got to have the you know you got to have the what do they call it to decipher, decipher a code. what is it? What I is it that word? What is it? What, is it? what? A key? A key? Yeah, a key. Yeah, the 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 key to deciphering the code. The, yeah, but the only key is the in Darius this head code. Right here. We're never gonna be able to break uh, the Darius. Twenty dollars super 20. chat. Two twenty dollars super chats. Gino from Chicago. Alex the Pied Piper. Ratatouille love. Invite to an Abramovich project if you want to attend. Mina Abramovich Spirit. Okay, and job. then Purple. Right. Love Vic. Met you at Broly premiere at Chinese Theater. I cosplayed as... 
Vegeta, <laughs> and you gave us tickets to the premiere and did a great meet and greet. You said it was our Christmas gift, so thank you. You are awesome. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Vic is like, everybody loves you, Vic. You go oh, not everybody. I know not everybody, but you go to these events. That everybody that I can give you a list if you want. Yeah, well, F those people. I didn't want to give them the clout. Okay, now we got to get to the ad read. All right, guys. Can you believe we're actually getting some ads? Thank God, maybe this show won't get canceled. All right, now, if you're suffering from low energy, brain fog, or unexplained extra flab, the problem could be your liver. You may not know it, but your liver is the foundation for good health. That's right, it performs more than 500 key functions like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, and keeping your cholesterol in check. But over time, your liver can start to wear down. And that's when you really get energy crashes, belly fat, and trouble with memory and concentration. Fortunately, there's a simple solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. That's right, Liver Health Formula contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize, revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting over 100 million Americans. Liver Health Formula is manufactured right here in the United States of America and approved by American doctors. And as a listener of this show, you, you can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce those sugar cravings when you order today. So go to GetLiverHelp.com Alex and claim your free bonus gift while you still can. Again, that's GetLiverHelp.com Alex. Seriously, go there. We need freaking Liver Health Formula. I know half you guys are crackheads in the chat. You chat rats, I know you guys are chewing on wires and eating garbage. That goes straight to your liver. All right, now. Primer. That's the word I was looking for. Primer. A primer. It's like a dec to be able to decode a, a coded message. Well, Vic, you I know, learned that from Contact, my favorite movie. That was a great movie. With Jodie Jody Foster. Foster. Oh, but that, that movie, movie was kind of it was kind of a letdown because at the end, when they made the Contact, what happens to her? She just gets sucked up in the thing. I forget how Contact ends. Well, what's really cool is that that she's like trashing this guy of faith. Yeah. Because she's like, wow, if I can't see it and touch it, I can't believe it. How can you believe something you can't prove? And by the end of the movie, she comes back. She can't prove that she yeah, even she took there. the trip. And they're all doubting her. And she suddenly makes the connection between just because you can't prove it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Wait, know? so is, do you think that's kind of a, is that, you know how every Hollywood movie has some sort of propaganda in it? Do you think that was like propaganda in fake? Well, you know what's interesting is that Carl Sagan wrote the book. Um, he oh, was like an wow. atheist. He's the I mean, biggest. But he, yeah. but he was a big cos a cosmic genius. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and it was such a, a brilliant story that uh, the, the whole kind of meeting of faith and science and, and, and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, because they were just the but they love But they fell in love. They were still together, which is a great message, right? Yeah. The message that you can disagree about things and still get along with someone. And, and that, was a, that was a good takeaway. But by the end... She, here she is in front of Congress trying to defend that she actually went on this journey, met these aliens, all of that, and didn't have any way to prove it. And, and she was met with the same skepticism that any she faith gave, yeah, that she gave Matthew McConaughey as a person of faith. So. Well, speaking of the conflict of having different faiths and getting along, I don't think that we're ever going to get peace in the Middle East. But I'm going to do my due diligence, and I'm going to do whatever I can to try to bring peace to the Middle East. So yesterday, I went to the Plano City Council as a representative of my organization, Gays for Palestine. And you guys see it right here. These are some of our other members. And yeah, sure, you know, Palestinians get a bad rap that they've treated gay people unfair in the past. That is true. They have done that, but they can change because everybody can change. Just like a caterpillar can turn into a butterfly, Palestinians that don't like gay people can turn into RuPaul. So, all right, now let's uh, let's run this clip. 
So this is in Plano, Texas, right down the street. Oh my god. Say about nine miles probably from here. <laughs> and I have my cape on that I always wear. I wear that around my house all the time. The cats love it. They scratch on it. Dude, you are so going to burn. Uh, no, I'm okay, going. Well, yeah, maybe on Earth. Yeah, they're probably they're gonna do a fuss me up, Plano. All right. Well, it's primetime '99. Pimp on a blimp. You guys know who I am. Uh, I'm here representing Gays for Palestine. My name is Primetime '99 Alex Stein. I'm the president of the Plano Gays for Palestine Facebook group. We're an organization representing the 2SL LGBTQIA plus community that stands with the persecuted Muslims who just want a jihad in peace. All right. Yep. So. A lot of people are rushing to judgment against the Palestinians right now because of the stuff they are seeing on TV. I just want to say a lot of people have misconceptions about Palestine. Mia Khalifa, one of the most popular porn stars in America, who has done a bunch of lesbian scenes, is standing with the Palestinians. And just because she they've is, thrown a few of my allies off of roofs in the past, that doesn't make them bad people. We must look past that because, you know, this is 2024. Palestine is changing. And just because gay people have had to run to Israel for protection in the past doesn't mean anything. We love that their women have very little rights. That's why they have such few traffic accidents. So we have more than you think. Palestine is on its way in the gay Jimmy direction. gave me that joke. The tikka masala is so good because they can lock their women in the kitchen all day. Palestine is very misunderstood. That's an Indian And they're passionate. Yeah, I was going to say well, I'm like not a geopolitical expert. For their lover or partner, and when it comes to switching roles, like being it's a almost over. Line, Palestinians are it's really painful. This is painful. This is cringe. Jimmy, this isn't going to go viral at all because of you. You wrote me all these bad jokes, Jimmy. This last part might. If you don't believe me, just Google New York Times Bakabazi, and you will see that there's lots of gay sex happening in the Middle East, and that maybe through some animal oral, the Palestinians can disarm their enemy. And maybe all join Grinder and have some wild glory hole action. Oh my God! Okay? You did this in front of people. Yeah, in front of a lot of people. Okay, so I think Hamas, all those people—they're not there, are they? They're no, not. They're, yes, people Hello. don't believe it. That and all those people are there. Right all those people? No. Yes, yes, that is 100% real, Vic. Yes. That is. In the rest of the world, it goes a little bit something like this. Okay, now it's over, sir. Gays for Palestine, but sex on my mind. Let me stick it in. I'll bang you like a friend. The fun will never end. The room is where I sit. You like that, Vic? Rome Don't look at Vic at his turn. He just American idled me or said no. High. Since I'm gay, I guess I'll die. Thank you for your passion. Your booty, booty I will be smashing. Palestine loves the gays. That's why they help with all, all the AIDS. Stereotypes are tricky. Palestinians, Palestinians love the dicky. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. All the gays love Palestine. All the gays love Palestine. All, All the gays love Palestine. Stick in my behind. Because I'm Alex Stein. Thank you, guys. Is it over? Prime Prime 99, pimp on a blimp. There's one more. On one what more are you point. saying? What are you saying over there? Yeah, that's what I thought. Quiet like a church mouse. I'm a pimp on a blimp. I come in. I run this meeting. Look at all these fools. I'm a pimp. Yeah, why don't you grow up? Oh, you're too old. You're on AARP, babe. Come Oh my god. Yeah, I know, Vic. That, so that was our latest uh, call. How are you still alive? I don't, not for very much longer, probably. I mean, how? Really? <laughs>
I don't know. You, I, Alex, I'm feeling that in next song. Escape, how do you escape that? I, I don't know. Next well, song, that was just so... <laughs> Were those, was that audience CGI? No, that was a real no, audience. No, that really. A thousand How could somebody sit there and and just... And nobody at the council said anything. Because I'm suing them. So they're afraid. Of, they used to stop me all the time, and I filed the lawsuit in federal court against Plano City Council. I had my attorney come on and talk about it. Now they're scared to death to do anything to me. And a matter of fact, the sergeant came and talked to me after the thing. He said, Alex, I actually support you, what you do. You know, I don't agree with it 100%, but I'm a first, you know, first amendment absolutist. And that he said, you know, if they tell you to shut you down, I'm going to walk you out. But, I, you know, no disrespect, all respect, very nice. But I told him, hey, I filed a lawsuit. I don't think they're going to kick me out anymore. He's like, no, they're going to kick you out. They're going to kick you out. And they didn't. The last few times, they haven't kicked me out. So, you but know. Alex, what, did that, what was that lady yelling at you that you said? Uh, grow up. She said, grow up. Grow up. Yeah, I'm immature. I got arrested development, bitch. We all need to grow up, all right? So, I mean, come on. So. Butt sex on my mind. Uh, did that trigger that grow up? Maybe. But listen, we love gays for Palestine. Darius, show, show your support right now, Darius. Show your shirt. Okay, so there's a few cultural, like you talked about the chicken tikka masala so good, and I'm pretty sure that's a Native American headdress. Nothing. No, that's Palestinian uh, attire, I believe. Okay. And this is a Palestinian rainbow, and that's a Palestinian unicorn on his titty. I gotta go. No, do not let Vic leave. Lock Vic in. No, Tell don't, please. No, do Vic, no, we do not need leave. you. Okay, oh let's, do the, let's do the ad read. because the last get... time I'm being No, 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 it's not the last, the last time. last time, I no, promise Vic, you guys. we're talking to your mom Everybody, later. I'm really sorry. My mom told me I should not come on here again. No, no, but Vic, I, do not listen. I did. I, don't, is I like Alex. You're my, I know, you're I, my friend. I, I probably should not. <laughs> no, do not listen. Your mom's very smart. You should listen to her on every single other opinion she has other than this one. I <laughs> but it's because even water can wash away a stone over time. So I just need some time and then I can get your mom back on my side. So I, I don't have 16 million years. All right, but okay. let's, let's, we got to get to a little bit of this. All right, listen up. I got something really cool and honestly potentially life-saving to share with you. Have you ever heard of the wellness company? No. And if you haven't, you will. <laughs> Let me tell you about it first, and let me tell you a little bit about them, specifically their medical emergency kit. Awake doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough started the wellness company to build a parallel healthcare system and bring about real change in medicine. Part of that change is helping you to take control of your health and supporting you through whatever the next thing is that gets thrown your way. Over 40% of Americans say they'd avoid a doctor or hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. That's where the wellness company steps in with their medical emergency kit. It's a lifeline. Natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, etc. Rest easy knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help keep you and your family safe. The kit includes a comprehensive guidebook so you'll know exactly when and how to use each individual item. Don't sit around until it's too late. Head to twc.health/prime and grab your medical emergency kit today. That's twc.health/prime. The code prime saves you 10% at checkout. It's time to take control of your health and stay one step ahead. Go to twc.prime, or excuse me, twc.health slash prime and use that code prime, because primetime999, and you're going to get 10% off. All right, now let's get to our guests. Are you ready nope. for this? No, he's not. Why didn't we just do a test call and we had it exactly perfectly correct? I know. Uh, we, I have not called him. I'm doing it now. Call him now, or I will get his chopstick and I will stick it where the sun doesn't shine. Okay, we, we have to. I think we've maxed out our uh, our gay jokes. I think you maxed them out before the show started. <laughs> Jimmy, 
You're the producer of the show. I'm the talent, okay? okay. I'm going to make this show a hundred times. Yeah, do not do in quotes. <laughs> when you tell me to make the show less gay, you realize in my mind, I have to make it a thousand times more gay. Do you realize that yet? You know, it's funny because my wife told me to start saying the opposite of what I want. Yes, because that's, is. no, yeah. and listen. Reverse psychology. Well, and this is what I call a bad gambler when like somebody's like giving their picks or something. They'll start making their picks, and then they'll also offer fade me. So they'll so like do the opposite of me. It's like fading you. So if you said to bet on red, I would bet on black. That would be me fading you. Ah, I would be doing the opposite. Okay. So whatever Jimmy tells me to do, like he says, don't do that. I do it right. Or if he says go do that, then I don't do it. I fade Jimmy. So whatever Jimmy tells me to do, I do the opposite. So what are you gonna do about that, Jimmy? Yeah, what are you going to do? Now what are you going to tell him? Yeah, because are you going to start telling I, me I the opposite? More, uh, um, I think we need more gay jokes. You haven't been gay enough. You've been way See, too now straight. Now I want to get really straight. Now yes. I want to be extra straight. It's working. It is working. It's working, bro. Is that Pick a good, up. with your producers in the past, what has been your best? Because, you, you know, you're a talent. How do you deal with a, a producer that's very untalented, that went to an Ivy League school and thinks he's very smart, but... Oftentimes he has a lot of mental health. Are you asking me? Yeah, how have you dealt with those types well, of Well, um... Because I can't fire him. I pay him basically nothing. Oh, well. Well, you do pay me nothing, not basically. Yeah, Perhaps you should give nothing. him a raise. Why wouldn't that incentivize you? I'm fading. I'm fading. Oh. <laughs> I do the opposite. He's fading. So, Jimmy, you're going to have to pay me a little more this month, all right? So we're going to add a $75 no, You know what? I do have an answer for that. Hey, it's, kind of, it's kind of a serious answer because it's a good question. Let's go. Um... Whenever you work in, in any entertainment industry, you, you have to understand the hierarchy of things. Yep. For instance, if you're the producer of a show and you hire me to voice act, right? I, I'm gonna do my best, but ultimately you need to be pleased with what, with what I do. Yeah, of course. So you don't like it, then I, I need to do it to your liking. So, um, you know, if you, if you get argumentative and, and cause trouble, then you're just not going to get to work again. I know. What's you the know? worst? What's kind of the worst argument you've ever had with a director off the top of your I've head? never really had an argument with a director. He's never been like, hey, I want you to emphasize this or I want the character. I'll do it. You'll just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes there have been there are directors and producers that, like you said, they don't have a great deal of, of background in, in a particular field, and, but they want to establish themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a director. I should be directing something. You know what I mean? I should be, even if you did it right, I should be telling you to do it differently because I need to give you direction. Of course. And, you know, and you just kind of have to roll with that. Luckily, I, 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 there are so many voice actors that would tell you stories about doing 20 takes of a line and ultimately the director comes back to the very first take they did. Of course, that's the you best know? take. Well, now our next guest, speaking of takes, he's going to give us... He's going to give us a great take on the conflict happening in uh, Israel right now. We want to welcome on Rabbi Shmuley Boteak. He's an awesome rabbi, legendary man. We are live. Rabbi, how are you doing, my friend? Well, not only are we live, we just came from a giant 100,000-strong demonstration for Israel. Wow. A lot of police activity behind us is beginning to disperse because there were different uh, rallies. You have those who want to support Hamas, the savages. The Hamas savages, the Hamas monsters, the people who mutilate uh, naked women's bodies and uh, almost in a necrophiliac, disgusting thing that you would never see even in, a, in the worst B horror movie, driving around dead women's bodies in their, in their undergarments, oh, decapitating know. babies. And you actually had people who were demonstrating in favor of Hamas. Then you had, uh, now there's 100,000 people. We have to stand with Israel. 
The United States knows right from wrong. We know who the murderers are. We know those who want to protect life. We know who Hamas is. We know who Israel is. So, Rabbi, how are I mean, how are things going to ever get better? I mean, do you, do you actually have a solution? I know you probably it's not one word answer, but I mean, should Israel just take full control of the area? I mean, how do you how do we stop all of this terrible uh, footage that we're seeing? My boy, look at all the police activity just behind me, as you can see. Tremendous police activity. Look, this is not the first time this has happened. So we've already learned from experience. In 1941 to 1945, the world confronted the worst evil that it had ever seen. Adolf Hitler. Now, the person who defeated it, oh, we just lost some light. If you guys I can still can see, see you, though. Over here. But this is awesome that you're live on the Fine. street. Go ahead. Yeah, wow. Where is he? Okay, so, so the, uh, we're, we're, we're right near the UN. There was a 100,000 strong demonstration in favor of Israel. So the way, if you come over here, I'll have a bit more light. Do it from here. So the way, the way that Franklin Roosevelt dealt with Hitler and the Nazis was in Casablanca in 1943, he declared unconditional surrender. He would only accept unconditional surrender. There would be no negotiation for the Nazis. Now, the issue that we have with Hamas is that we're always negotiating with them. We keep on thinking that they are going to get better. We keep on thinking if, if Qatar is allowed to give them a billion dollars, if we give them humanitarian aid, if every time they uh, slaughter Israelis and Israel has to fight them, we, re -re we rebuild Gaza. And it's been going on since 2000. Guys, 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 give me a second here. It's been going on since 2006. And it's not going to get any better. So the way we do this is what Roosevelt did. Unconditional surrender. A lot of activity here on the street. Oh, this is awesome. Rabbi, no, thank you. This is great. Wow. And we'll only keep you for ten, five more minutes, Rabbi, because we know you're busy. We'll only keep you for a few more minutes. No, no, no. no, no, no I, got all, I got all the time in the world. You guys were very patient, so forgive me. Right now, as we were um, supporting Israel, even just above us, this Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of Manhattan, the people were screaming, Free Palestine, free Palestine. And I screamed back to them, yeah, free Palestine from Hamas. Let's remember that Hamas <laughs> is as bad for the Palestinians as it is for the Jews. The Hamas slaughters Palestinians in record number as well, like they do the Jews. It just doesn't get reported because they don't allow any free access to the media there. Hamas, Hamas butchers young teenage girls who have boyfriends. They, they decapitate them and they, they disembowel them. They slaughter them. And if you're gay, forget it. You're, you're a dead man or a dead woman unless you can flee to Israel. This is a barbaric, they are ISIS. They are, they, they represent a retrograde movement to the dark ages, which civilization dare not allow. So the solution is to give Israel the wherewithal and the time it needs without international condemnation to politically decapitate Hamas, forcing the Palestinians who live in Gaza to go to free and fair elections, which have not been held since 2005, so they can have real representative government, people who are accountable to the people who want to see a free economy in Gaza, who want to see free press in Gaza, and who want to see democratically elected leaders who are accountable to the people in Gaza. So, uh, okay, and, and now I want to talk about your, you, you know, I know you're a very global person, Rabbi. I'm here with a very a strong Christian, Vic Mignana. He's a very good friend of mine. How has, has the global response been to these attacks? Like, have Christians, I mean, what, what are the other religions, where are they laying in this, in your opinion? Well, you know, it's, it, it's kind of sad. The world has really responded so sympathetically to Israel because it took a thousand Jews being butchered on social media the most gruesome images imaginable. I mean, you're talking about grandmothers who were killed by Hamas, and then they then posted the pictures of the grandmothers on their Facebook. Rabbi, page. they took an 85-year-old Holocaust survivor uh, hostage. Yes, yes, and she's suffering from dementia and had no idea what was going on. And correct, these are barbarians. So Israel right now is getting a lot of sympathy from the world. How long is it going to last? And how many Jews does it take 
to die before the world understands that Israel has a right to defend itself. You know, even having to say that, imagine if I said, you have a right to defend your children from being murdered. Would you think that I was magnanimous in some way? Well, Shmuel, you're such a good guy. You're letting me protect my children. Even these words are kind of anti-Semitic in some way. The Jew, Israel has a right to defend itself. Why do we have to have that right? Isn't that a universal right? Isn't that a given? Isn't that something that is self-evident, you know, to quote Thomas Jefferson? It seems that only when it comes to Jewish lives, we need to make this argument that we have to have the world's permission to defend ourselves. Israel must be, Israel's not asking for American troops. Israel is not asking for anyone to fight their battles. No one has fought Israel's battles except Jewish soldiers and Jerusalem soldiers for the past 75 years. They're just being asked to be given the latitude to fight their enemies without international condemnation. Wow. No, so Rabbi, tell me this, you know, when I go to a lot of these events and these kids at Penn State, they're spitting on me. I see these college kids are very radicalized. What about the kids, not just, you know, the Israeli settlers, but the Palestinians? Are they so radicalized to hate each other? I mean, are we ever going to be able to deprogram them from that propaganda, in your opinion? Well, I like, I like what you, the word you use, deprogram, because for those who think that Islam is, let's see, watch this a second. My daughter's being very good at holding my phone, but she's got to be a little bit more patient. It will be a reward. We're going to get a great coach. We're almost over. Tell her it's almost over. It's five more minutes, and we'll let that, you go. That, that, that kosher falafel, I could already smell it. Oh. Just wait, okay? You guys know what kosher is. Yes, of course. And I, I'm, I'm a plant-based pimp. Uh, I, don't, I don't eat meat, but go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Kosher, kosher is twice the price, half the taste. So just get ready. Here it comes. Okay. Now, look. Um, the campuses have become uh, a Palestinian sympathy, sympathy breeding ground. Now, if it was justified, if the Palestinians were promoting LGBT rights, women's rights, free press, freedom to assemble, then by all means. All of these students who believe in those things, liberal ideals, should be championing them. But since both Mahmoud Abbas and especially Hamas decry and condemn and actually persecute anyone who engages in those kinds of things, it becomes almost perverse that liberal progressive students on campuses want to see what? What do they want to see? More gay men hung from cranes in town squares. Who are you supporting? It's almost like they've lost their minds. There's no logic to this. There's no logic to it. We want our Arab brothers and sisters in the Middle East to have all the freedoms that Israelis have, that Israeli Arabs have. We want them to vote without fear. We want them to speak out against government without fear. Look, here I am on the streets of New York. I can say right now, Joe Biden, go to hell! And you know what's happening <laughs> to me? Nothing, because this is America. By the way, I don't want Joe Biden to go to hell. I want him to live a long life to 120 like any good man. He's been very supportive of Israel. God bless you. I can say, Donald Trump, go to hell. Nothing's gonna happen to me. This is America. But go, to, go right now to Gaza and say, Hamas, go to hell. You'll be dead before you finish the phrase. Wow. Or if you say, Mahmoud Abbas, go to hell. He may not kill you. He'll only imprison you. Then he'll torture you, etc. We want our Palestinian brothers and sisters to have the same freedoms. But we also want to make sure that Jewish life has value. We cannot live in a world 75 years after Auschwitz, Birkenau, Treblinka, where a thousand Jews are slaughtered and the world feels bad for like a week. And then we're back to condemning Israel for defending itself. No, and Rabbi, this is such a serious subject. It's hard. You know, this is a comedic show. It's hard to kind of make light of anything because we just I just had to tell my producer in my ear he was going to put a picture of the burnt bodies of the children. But I said, don't do it because we can't even show that on YouTube. I mean, we, we'd be kicked off. So it just sucks that even the atrocities are so bad that we can't even right. show it. So hopefully people will never... I actually, I, 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 I'm sorry to say this, but I actually respectfully disagree with the producer. I, I, I can't control YouTube. You have to speak to Sergey Brin and Larry Page about that. But I actually think the world has to see this stuff. I mean, I looked at the videos. They did traumatize me. Maybe, maybe I'm traumatized for life. But you see, here I am speaking to you, and I need to be motivated 
by the level of the gruesomeness that okay, I show the image. Oh, sorry, Rabbi, they said they said it's kind of blurred. Let's let's show the image. So these are the burnt bodies right here, Rabbi. These are supposedly young children that they lit on fire while they were a part, part of them. Some of them were alive, uh, apparently, from this story. Almighty, I can't I can't see it. Well, it's just, uh, it I mean, up. we don't need to see it. That's no, enough you know, of it. You no, know, but we we speak about something called the pornography of violence and people like seeing these disgusting images. It's not that anyone should like seeing them. It's that we need to understand the, the degree of the horror. We need to understand who Hamas is. We need to understand that they have erased any kind of uh, visage of God from their countenance. They're not, there's no spark of the divine in them. Yes. They're not human. They're not animals because animals, you know, they are nice. Animal nature. Animals are nice. They are, they are, and, and animals have no freedom of choice. They have no moral sensibilities. Hamas are monsters. They're savages. They're brutes. I wish the English language could come up with more uh, adjectives to describe yeah. this level of horror, this level of evil. Yeah, I, um, oh, please go ahead. Yeah. And Rabbi, please. if I may, I just want to I just want to say how appalled uh, I was. And I, I know millions and millions, uh, regardless of religion, um, as I, I'm a believer in Christ. But I have such incredible sympathy and 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 empathy for for the Israel Israeli people. And I know that I speak for a lot of others, tons of others that just can't even conceive of this kind of evil. So God bless you and what you're doing there. And thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. I, listen, I really appreciate that. And let me just say, because you're a Christian and you love Christ, Jesus was a Jew. And he says in Matthew, uh, I'm sorry, Luke chapter six, verse 30, that you should turn your cheek to someone who strikes you and you should uh, love your enemies. And a lot of my Christian brothers and sisters therefore say, you know, don't hit back at Hamas. First of all, Israel's not engaging in retaliation. This is about self-defense. Israel's hitting Hamas not for revenge, but to make sure they can't kill more innocent people. But secondly, notice that Jesus is very careful with his words. Jesus was a Pharisaic rabbi. I wrote a book called Kosher Jesus. Jesus said, you should love your enemy. He never said you should love God's enemy. Your enemy is the guy who steals your parking space. Your enemy is the guy that got your promotion at work. Your enemy is... Uncle Lou, who comes to Thanksgiving dinner and you can't stand him, and right, Jesus says, right, Love him, okay? Right. God's enemy is Hamas. God's people who kill God's children, is, they're God's enemies. Absolutely. Jesus was very careful. Absolutely. And I think also, most Christians Jesus believe, turned, Rabbi, I think most Christians believe that they are to be God's instrument and extend, you know, um, feel the way about things God would feel. And I don't think anybody disagrees that this massacre. And this, this pure evil act that happened over the, uh, the last week that God approves of that, you know, or that it should go unanswered or undealt with properly. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with you completely, sir. Okay, Rabbi, I know you got to go. This is the last thing. So, so, by the way, by the way, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I just want to say this, and then, and then I'll leave you with your final thought. But I'm a huge, and this is a totally different topic. I just want to get off for one second. I'm the biggest Michael Jackson truther in the world. Uh, I, all of the allegations I, uh, that I believe against Michael Jackson, if you actually talk to a lot of the accusers, James Safe Chuck, he said that he was touched in a, in a train house that wasn't built yet. Wade Robinson testified on Michael Jackson's behalf multiple times against California's top state prosecutor and defended him. So I'm saying, you are his rabbi. I love Michael Jackson. Was Michael Jackson a good guy or a bad guy, rabbi? Well, let me tell you, I miss Michael. I loved Michael. While I could never say definitively whether these allegations are true or not, because I was not there in the room and I just don't know, but I will say this. Based on everything that I know about him, I would find it impossible for him to harm a child. Um, I certainly knew 
the 2003 allegations, I knew the family. We were actually there in Neverland with them. I never believed those allegations. Michael was tried by a jury of his peers, and he was uh, exonerated in one day of, of jury deliberations. One day. The 1993 allegations, I wasn't around. But I would find it very hard to believe that Michael could ever harm a child. There was, uh, me, me and Michael wrote, uh, we, we recorded 30 hours of conversations together for him to reveal his innermost self to the world. It's called the Michael Jackson Takes, and then the second one is called Living with a Childhood Spirit. Uh, I think people should read it. They should understand the pain that he experienced and how he wanted to leverage his fame in order to make the world a softer, more gentler place. And he, and he, he wanted to have a childhood because he wanted the world to be more innocent. He saw the hatred that we're seeing. He saw the violence. And so many of his songs really reflected that. I used to say to him that his song, for example, uh, Heal the World. I mean, that's straight from the Torah, from our Bible, uh, Tikkun Olam, Heal the World. You know, the world, make it a better place. And, it, and he used to feel fortified when I was able to show him that so many of the lyrics that he employed and so many of these tunes really had biblical origins. He was a deeply religious man. He was a very religious Jehovah's Witness. I loved him dearly, and I miss him tremendously. Well, that's that's incredible. All right, now my producer has one last question, then we'll let hey, you go. Hey, Rabbi, when I my was My producer's doing, an idiot, though, I, Rabbi. I'm an idiot. I'm an Ivy League idiot, but... He went to Princeton. <laughs> the same place that probably is on the side of Hamas, but go ahead. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> well, they aren't. They did release a statement. It only took him four days, though, so... Okay, go ask that. the question. Anyway, He's on anyways, the while, New York. while I was doing research on you, I found a lot of pictures of you and Pamela Anderson together, so can you explain? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me just put more of this light on me. Thanks. Okay. You know, it's funny, funny you say that because uh, Pamela, Anderson, Pamela Anderson and I wrote an amazing book together called Lust for Love. People should read it. Uh, and we wrote uh, an article, a uh, Wall Street Journal uh, opinion editorial uh, about pornography, that it, it's a death of romance and exploitation of women, but it really it's bad sex anyway. But it's funny that you ask this because, you know, I'm, I'm married with nine kids. I have 10 grandchildren, thank God. And Pamela used to come to our house for Friday nights about dinner all the time. And so my wife, Debbie, would be sitting here and I'd be here and Pamela would be here. And one of my friends, so we go around the room every Friday night, Shabbat, beautiful Friday night. I wish every American uh, family, every non-Jewish family turned off their phones and celebrated uh, the, the Sabbath with no electronic interference. But a friend of mine lifts the glass. He says, I'm going to make a toast to Rabbi Shmuley because he's the only man who could sit next to Pamela Anderson at dinner and ogle her Rolodex. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow, Rabbi. Yeah, and, she, and she has a good Rolodex. <laughs> well, Rabbi, you're the man. Thank you. We know you're busy. Leave us with your last thoughts. How can people find you and support you before you go? Uh, follow me on Rabbi Sh at Rabbi Shmuley, R-A-B-B-I-S-H-M-U-L-E-Y. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, buy my books. Buy my book, Kosher Hate, which will give you a really great understanding of the conflict. And also my book, Israel Warrior, my book, Kosher Sex. And finally, I've, um, I've now been voted nine years in a row People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Please vote for me for the 10th year. That'll be a, that'll be a record. You got my vote. <laughs> Sexy rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi Shmuley. But, 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 but seriously spoken, God protect Israel. God protect God, the, the bereaved families, the victims, yes. 150 hostages. Yes. Let's rescue them. And thank you for your support. Thank you for allowing me to speak. Uh, we still have to choose joy in life, but we have to also rescue these lives and, de and politically decapitate Hamas and make sure that terrorism and evil and darkness do not dominate the earth. God bless you guys. God, be God with bless you. you. God be with you. Wow. Rabbi Shmuley. Everybody go follow him on Twitter, Rabbi Shmuley. He's incredible. He was Michael Jackson's rabbi. 
I didn't even know he had a rabbi. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? Okay, question. Why did Michael Jackson have a well, rabbi if next, he was a Jehovah's Witness? First of all, next time when we have more time with Rabbi Shmuley and he's not, you know, protesting against Hamas, we'll be able to ask him that question. But I think, and I know this sounds crazy, and I don't know if this is the right answer, but this is the answer that I want to say. Everybody should have a rabbi because everybody should have a, a, a priest. Everybody should have somebody that's, that knows, that's wise, that have read spiritual books so that they have a different perspective than you have. It's like, oh, I'd rather go to a psychiatrist and pay them $200 an hour. No, you ought to talk to a rabbi. You ought to talk to a priest. They won't charge you anything. And you can probably get a lot of that same ther therapy or therapeutic stuff off your chest. So I don't know. I don't think it's That's bad. That's a good happen. suggestion, Alex. I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, one of the one of the good things about churches is that you, there are people there that like pastors and teachers and, and deacons and elders who are wise in, you know, in scripture and in, in, uh, in walking our faith, and, and I think everybody would benefit from that. Well, this is one thing I want to say, though. Rabbi Shmuley, Jimmy, he kept on talking about how Hamas was bad, right? He mentioned that, yeah. Well, I don't think that's true because I have some Hamas right here. Show this. this oh, is, wow. This is Hamas from Shawarma Press, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys can see that, Shawarma Press. Uh, this yep. is some of the best Hamas I've ever seen. So why was he talking all that crap? How is this that bad? Maybe he's allergic. Yeah, do you think he's allergic? Why does he think this is so bad? Have you ever had Hamas? Uh, not on purpose. Yeah, no, this is, I mean, I don't understand. How is, how could this be considered bad at all, Jimmy? This is this delicious chickpeas. Uh, why would anybody fight a war over this? I don't know. Isn't it hummus? No, it's just Hamas. It's the same thing as he's saying, right, Jimmy? Yeah, it's pronounced the exact same way. Well, and let me tell you something. A lot of people say, oh, I'm against Hamas, right? Oh, no. I'm going to do some more. Here we go again. Face that way. Face that way. Listen, so you can see back behind us. Yeah, I have to be. Mm, yeah. I love Hamas. Mmm. You see that? Mmm. Look at that. You see that? Mmm. You see that Hamas? Mmm. 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 Oh, you got some hair in there, I think. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mmm. I love Hamas. Hamas isn't that bad. <laughs> Darius, rise up! No, do not rise up. <laughs> do you like the Hamas, Darius? How do you like the Hamas? Is it good? Darius, are you sweating or is that Hamas juice going down the side there? This is a symbolic protest <laughs> oh against Hamas. This is against Hamas. This is how we protest against Hamas. We will not allow it. If you guys try to have Hamas on my set, I will eat you with a non bread. Do you, do you want to dig in, Vic? Are you on no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the bread. Yeah, yeah well. Mmm. Mmm. It tastes like cocoa butter. I don't think it's supposed to, though. Oh, wait, is it? Do they have cocoa butter in non bread or is it in the hummus? You mean, it tastes like cocoa butter. It's in his Ooh, scalp. That must be a surprise ingredient. Mmm. This is what you have up, to sterilize. Darius, for a little hummus on your face, you like that? The, mm. Darius, whatever he pays you, it's not enough. No, it's not. It's never enough. You know, this is why you sterilize the surfaces before you eat off them. Yep. You, you have a little hummus for them. Lick the hummus. <laughs> have a little. <laughs> Lick the hummus. You don't like the taste of the hummus, do you? I think he's losing consciousness, Alex. What do you prefer? A different flavor of Hamas? Don't, don't like Hamas. Okay, well, just sit here and relax. You got a bunch of Hamas on my shirt. So. Okay, try not to spill it on me, please. 
Alex, you, you know, you're kind of acting like a Hamas sympathizer. It seems like you really... No, I hate Hamas! That. I hate Hamas! Oh. I hate it! Ah, I hate Hamas! I hate Hamas! <laughs> this bread's good. I know, bread is pretty good. It's, a lot of, it's high in carbs, though. Are you, are you dead or alive? Talk to the camera, please. Don't act dead. Don't act dead. Act alive. I'm alive. Remember what we were going to say? What did you say? What were we talking about before the show? Uh-oh. Say it. Queen from Hamas. And my queen from Hamas. Queen from Hamas. Queens for Hamas. It's cool. Queens, Queens from for Palestine. Queens from Palestine. Queens for 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 Palestine. Queens from Palestine. Gays for Palestine. All right, guys. So this is how we stand up for all the gays for Palestine. We love you. We're standing with you. And uh, we're standing up against Hamas. That's why you put the hummus. Okay, now go get me a napkin. Will you go get me a napkin real quick? Like right now. Go get some napkins. Go, will you go get some napkins real quick? Try not to spill any of that on the set. Is it over? Yeah, it's over. You're good. Hurry, there's right, my we, hands. It's we, got a, we got a $20 super chat while we're waiting. What does the super chat uh, say? A white guy named Tyrone said, I heard that Palestine, Palestine loves the queer so much by helping them off the roof of a very high building Jimmy, while don't playing read it's that. Raining Men song for them. It's Raining Men. Wow, that's a, that's a pleasant song. And then we got a few others. What? Darius takes too much abuse. I'll still watch the show, though. Thank you, Ronnie. He takes too much abuse? He doesn't take enough? Are you kidding? The guy's freaking crazy. I think he takes too much abuse. And I don't even like him. <laughs> <laughs> you know how bad annoying you have to be to get Vic to dislike you? No, He's the like nicest him. person we've ever yeah, had on the show. you like him. No, I do. Vic is the number one requested guest. Wait, Vic, they Vic, love you on the show. Vic, have you met White Darius? Wait, no, I, wait, yeah, you met White Darius. I did, last time I was here, right? Yeah, the crazy guy with the long hair, the sex offender. I don't know that. Alex, should we talk about why he's not here today? Yeah, let's, oh yeah, we gotta shout him out. So we have this guy, White Darius, and he's basically a Nazi. He's very sympathetic. And he like, yeah, he'll like talk about the Holocaust and say like some things, you know, about it that you're like, I don't know if we should be talking about it in a sense. So yeah, so we had to keep him off the show today because I didn't want him to make any of his Holocaust jokes to Rabbi Shmuley. Oh my goodness. He loves joking about That's it. That's not funny. I, it's not funny at all. He's always like talking about Domino's pizza and ovens and. Oh, are you kidding? I'm not kidding. It's fucked up. Have you ever been to Israel? No, I'm trying to go. I've been I there have. I, I loved it. Who said that? Shut up, Jimmy. I Nobody cares. Did you go on a hey, prison? Jimmy, what was your favorite part? Honestly, the Dead Sea. That was so cool. Wasn't it amazing? You yeah. couldn't like float on it. Oh, so okay, much so inside in baseball, you guys had a great uh, yeah. honeymoon on in Israel while we're all here in Dallas sweating our asses off. What was the temperature like there? It was hot. I mean, it's in the desert, you know. Yeah, it was 112. Oh, but it was, uh, but it was, uh, it was beautiful. I mean, they had so much history. Oh my gosh, you know what they have? I can't believe you said that. So I got food poisoning <laughs> when I was in in uh, in Israel. I ate this fish, right? St. Peter's fish is like, you know. Sea of Galilee thing, you know, tourist okay, thing. Yeah. So I ate it and I got sick. And so I, I you know, I, I didn't want to eat anything for a day or so. But when it, went, it came time to eat, I'm like, I don't want to eat, you know, something like, I want something I know, something familiar. So I'm walking the streets of Jerusalem and I turn the corner and there it is, 
red, white, and blue flags, stars, and you know what it was called? McDavid's. No! I'm not kidding you. I went in and I bought a big McDavid with cheese. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They had the Uncle Sam poster on the wall going, Dude, I'm looking at McDavid's look right now. This is awesome. I had a big McDavid. McDavid with cheese and McDavid's. Look it up. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. McDavid's in Israel. Oh my gosh, it's called McDavid. Look I at told this. you. Wow. And they, and, he, and they have this freaking. You can't really <laughs> tell. It's like a. Uh, it's kind of like a Jewish uh, Uncle Sam or Uncle. Uh, or, yeah. Or, what is that, Uncle Sam? A, a, Jew, a Jewish Aunt Jemima kind of. I don't know about all that. Well, I, it was it was great. It was it was really great to find a burger place. In the middle of, uh, and when you throw up or you have diarrhea like that, you're dehydrated after a day or two. You do get hungry again when your appetite comes back. And it didn't taste like McDonald's burgers, but it was a hamburger, and that was better than you know, Ham St. Peter's fish. So. Hamburgers and pizza are a lot like sex. Even when it sucks, it's still pretty good. So, Vic, <laughs> what does your mom think of this? Show? Oh my gosh! I try to make a sex joke, Jimmy. Hey, bro. Uh, sorry, bro. She, I, I told her. I told her that I, I was gonna come on with Alex again, and my mother was like, that's a really bad idea, Victor. I don't think you should do that. He's, he's very vulgar and crass and profane, and, and uh, that you should not be involved with that. And I told her, I'm like, you know, I don't have to condone his behavior to, to be his friend or to be, you know, to be on the show. You don't In fact, condone I can, it. Yeah. No, not at all. I think it's horrible. No, honestly, Vic, I'm just I mean, you. I'm kind of disgusted. You know, and I, do I call her Miss Mignogna, or what should, I, what should I call her? What's her name? Actually, you could call her Barb. Barbara. Barb. I could just say Barbara. You Barb. wouldn't believe the text message she wrote me 20 minutes before this show. I do believe it. Tell them what it said. She I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Yeah, read it out loud. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and, you know, this is the problem is I can't debate you because your mom is 100% correct. Now, I, you know, that's the thing is I'd like to sit here and be like, oh, Barb, you're incorrect. Barb, you are right. Okay, I'm here it comes. You ready? This Alex Stein thing is a mistake. His headline tonight, Queers for Palestine, guest Vic Mignogna. Why do you even want to be associated with anybody like that? I can't understand it. It's not comedy. Well, she's right, because it is anti-humor. It's not comedy. Um... Well, explain anti-humor to an 83-year-old. Well, it's kind of like the opposite of being funny. You're like so unfunny that it's funny. It's like it's more it's more awkward than funny, though. Well, isn't that what Kirby enthusiasm? You know what I mean? Is? Like you laugh because you're you're uh, uneasy. Yeah, it's like uh. that's what I like. <laughs> that's what I like. He likes it. Yeah, you I got love it. mom. Are you watching? Well, no, let's call her. Let's call her right now. Let's just settle this rest because I want to apologize to her, Vic. I want to apologize to yeah, her. Yeah, let's just apologize. Set the record. Straight. I told her, I, I, I mom, I, I. I I, I can take a stand, you know what I mean, without it. So in Alex's defense, that Queers for Palestine is a real thing. Yes, and, okay. and um, Vic, you are a mentor of mine. Does she realize that? Yes. <laughs> Barb, it's Vic and Alex. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> I, I just want to apologize so much. Victor is such a nice young man, and I just want you to know that nothing that I could ever do could ever sway his integrity. Because I try. I try all the time. He does, and, all and the he, time, And Mom. he always just does not listen. So you, he, gets, he gets Darius to send me pictures and stuff. Just, all, <laughs> he sends him all kinds of inappropriate <laughs> stuff, and he blocks him. Like, and and did, you, did you see how he handled that rabbi, how he talked about his Christianity faith, and then he also was supportive of his strife in the Middle East. Did you see how beautiful that was? Yes, I saw that. But you know your profanity and 
Dirty Moth is just about more than most fans can stand. No, Barb, so what do I need to do? So do I need to cool the cuss words or what? I mean, you know that I was, I was as a kid, <laughs> I was exposed to lead paint. My, I lived in an old house and the paint had lead in it. And they said that my crib had lead paint on it. I would suck on it a little bit. So I have a lot of my... No, no that is true. I have lead poisoning. You know, you know, you're trying to grow your show. Somebody in the... You have over a thousand members and you can't get a thousand people on the live show. What? I know. Just because you're too crass. Barb, no! You, Barb, you're... I love you, Barb, son. we're over a thousand right now, Barb. There's over a thousand right now. I loved it when, hey, Mom, I loved it when you wrote, at least nobody's watching. Barb! Nobody's watching, well, that's true. Barb! Oh, my gosh, don't do that to me, Barb. Some people are watching. The clips do really well on Twitter and Instagram. They get millions of hits. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't think she believes. I yet. know, I swear to Barb, some of my stuff does go viral. Have you ever seen any of my city council videos? Barb? Have, have you, ever... you ever seen any of his city council videos? I did. I saw his city council video tonight. Did you see? It was. <laughs> what about I'm still trying to figure out myself, Mom. Yeah, it was fake. I think it was real. No, that was real! I, I thought the same thing, Mom! I was like, that can't be real. Like, that audience cannot be sitting there quietly. And Barb, then... what do I have to do to get they you... They wouldn't be sitting there quietly. Yes, they did. Barb, what do I have to do to get you in studio? I need to sit, I need to sit down with you and Victor, and we need to have a family. You need to give me some family therapy because, you know, I lost my mother recently, and I have a big void that needs to be filled. And hearing your voice gives me some comfort because my mom would oftentimes make fun of me as well and verbally abuse me like what you're doing now. So it brings me back to... Uh, I think not. I what? Think not. Barb, you did such a good job raising Vic. You can't just raise me. I'm already, I'm already almost, I'm in. He really needs your yes, help, Yes, I'm Mom. saying, I'm in my late 30s, so a lot of the hard work's done. I just need some of the. <laughs> what? You only have to raise the back half of me. Are, I... You are incorrigible, Alex. You're incorrigible. <laughs> Barb, please don't do that, Barb. I love your son so much. He's a mentor of mine. He's taught me so much about the entertainment business that I didn't know prior to meeting him. Yeah, well, that could happen, but you're still incorrigible. Oh, Barbara, don't do this to me. Hang up, Barbara. Yeah, I'm sorry that I love your son so much. I'm sorry that I love you because it hurts. If I didn't love you so much, this wouldn't hurt so dang much. Well, this is tough love, Mom, isn't it? You telling him the truth about his profanity and his and his crass. Right. Well, then I'm, we'll telling, I'm telling him the truth, and he'd have a lot more fans if he wasn't so profane and crass. Okay, so is the sex stuff okay or just no cussing? Or is that all kind of one thing? Like, give me a, like a little more direction on what I need to fix. Like an example of what I do that's wrong. Profanity. How about that? Okay, so no more cussing. I can do that. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. No more profanity. Well, like saying butt sex, is that profanity? Because butt is not a cuss Well, no, no. Clean sex is not profanity, but yours isn't clean. Ah, okay, you're right. I am a dirty little boy sometimes. Yeah. She's yeah. got your number, bro. Ah, Barb, you're so smart. That is, that is why Victor is such a good young man. I'm telling you, I try to pull stuff on him all the time. I try to scam him, con artist him all the time. He doesn't fall for it because he's just like you. You don't fall for it either. Good. Good. 
He is a good young man. He is, are you kidding? He's one of the best men that I've ever met. I'm not saying that facetiously. I'm telling you, he's, he's always offered his home, his house, his, his, uh, you know, his experience. He's always been the, one of the most gracious friends of mine, even though he's, before he even knew me, he was like that. Well, he was taught to be that way. Can you so teach me you some of that crap? Up, Can you teach me some of that crap, Orb? You clean up your mouth, you probably would double your fans. Jimmy, mark that down. Clean my mouth. Or maybe she's fading. Oh, so maybe I need to go. I fade your mom, get extra dirty. Did you know? Did you know I got in trouble for asking Laura Trump about anal sex? So should I not do that in the future, Barb? No more. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, you're a great mother, and I just want to say you she did is. It. She's the best. She's the best mom, and thank you for gracing us on this show. I mean that, Barb. And please don't hold back any. Any uh, un, I'm saying any unsolicited advice. Don't always. Worry. I don't hold back. I can I tell. I can tell, Barb. You're making fun of my numbers, but they're better than you think. They're, don't let the internet fool you. Uh, well, I'm looking at. I'm looking at them right now. What are they looking? They looking good? They looking bad? 191,000 members and 1,000 watching. So where are the other 91,000? I don't know, but that's going to be uh, Jimmy's problem. So, Jimmy, find <laughs> all those other... You bought those, Alex. No, I didn't oh! buy those. No, I didn't. Wait, no. First of all... That's why you don't have any more fans than that. Because no, Barb, I took this channel over from you are here. That's why it's not growing. This is an old channel that the Blaze owns that I took over that they rebranded that's why they're on there so let's get that correct oh i see yeah i see anything else you want to tell anything him while you've got the that, chance yeah, mom? anything else don't hold back now uh, i don't i don't think so well i love you barb you did a great job i would like it if you'd be my temporary I th mom i think i've said about everything i wanted to say Love you, Barb. You're the Except best. that I bet your wife is mortified every time you open your mouth. <laughs> no, she's not. She's with her boyfriend. My wife's boyfriend what? treats her totally fine. My wife and her boyfriend are watching the show right now. I'll uh, bet she isn't. No, I she... Darius, they're watching the show right now. My wife and her boyfriend, they're playing video games and they watch the show and they smoke weed every night. <laughs> Why is that so funny, Barb? Oh, you're a mess. I know that's right, Barb. I'm a messy freak, and that's a fact. All right, Barb. I love you, Mom. I'll talk to you later. Okay, Text me. Okay, well, I love you, son. See you later, Alex. Bye. Bye. I love you, Mother. I love you. What did you tell her before she calls you a fake viewers? No, I, I didn't tell her anything. She, is she a real fan? She like knows crap about me. Listen, anything that I do, she looks into, and she knows more about you than I do. She was roasting my ass live on my show in front of a thousand people. Well, you know, I bet they enjoyed it. Yeah, probably. So, Jimmy, did you enjoy that watching me get roasted? Is there anybody in the chat, Jimmy, that's talking? Did they? Yeah, did they that, that, not gonna lie, the chat was like, "OMG, burn, burn, burn!" <laughs> when they brought up which. She said, where's the other 190,000 people? <laughs> I know. I mean, burn, burn, burn. I mean, and I've had chlamydia eight times and it didn't burn that bad. <laughs> Vic, if it makes you feel better, my mother came in for one show. She's watched one show. All she said was, Jimmy, one day you'll have to tell your daughter you worked for Alex Stein. <laughs> Damn, mom. <laughs> and one day I'm going to be married to your daughter, so it's going to be great. Oh so it doesn't matter. It's all going to be one big happy family by then. So I maybe all of this will be burned by then. You know, maybe all the tapes and all any record that this ever even happened. 
Okay, but listen, on a serious note, though, you guys are talking about your moms. I just want to, you know, bring up my mom. You know, it's funny. The reason why I think I am this way, because I was a very bad kid, and my mom enabled it all. So I love my mom. She was my biggest fan. She told me Uh, to act crazy. So so I know it's your mom telling me to act uncrazy. My mom said act even crazier. So that's probably part of the reason why I am that way. So mom, I miss you. I love you. But Barb, you are the best. We love you, Barb. You can come on the show and tease me anytime. Actually, kind of therapeutic. Yeah, well, you know, everybody can benefit from a little wisdom from, you know, from elders, people who have a little more life experience. For sure. And that's why, Vic, I I meant that, too. I look at you like a mentor. If I ever had any issues, you know, with anything, I would have no problem picking up the phone and calling you. So that's why I appreciate appreciate you as a friend. My pleasure, man. I don't like hummus. So... Just, Either does Darius. Just, I'll bet he, if he's he allergic. Before, he doesn't anymore. He's allergic to chickpeas. No. Hey, uh, $20 super chat. Pranav Sai. It's time to grow up, Alex. And then Chrissy Mayer. Chrissy! She says, get Barb on the show. <laughs> ah, we need Barb. We're going to get her. I'm going to wear hey, well, her you down. know what? She's, I, don't, I don't think that there, there is any way she'll do it, but she's coming down for Thanksgiving. So um, she's gonna be here. Well, then I gotta come over. Can, I gotta come to your house. Yeah, you gotta come, come over. over. All right, yeah, I'm gonna come, come over. Just come and give her a big yeah, hug. She won't come on the show, but I'll be able to get like a selfie with her, and maybe we'll get like a 10 second of her. You want to see fun. what she's gonna look like in the selfie? Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly what she's gonna. Look well, like. still beautiful. All right, guys. Well, well, we, we well, gotta shout out Cyrus. Oh yes, we gotta give a shout out to our buddy Cyrus. He's a comedian. He got in a horrible accident. Oh, Cyrus, he's also a chat rat. He was on his Ducati, got in a terrible accident. He's at Parkland Hospital right now. So Cyrus, we are thinking about you, oh, bud. Man. Get better. I'm gonna try to make it to Parkland. I probably won't because I'm really busy. I got a bunch of big booty Latinas in my house, but um, heal up quick. That was Cyrus. supposed to be a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I might come see you though. On a serious note though. I'm thinking about you, Cyrus. We love you. Vic, tell the people how they can find you and support you before you go. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, um, Facebook. Check out my website, my series, uh, YouTube series, Star Trek Continues. Oh, and tell your friends. Bring guys. them all. Guys, come on here. I want to see your crew. Hurry. <laughs> oh, my God. The show's over. All right. Look at this crew. Okay, so I've got, I've got real, some really good buddies. Come on in. Come on in come here. On, guys, stand next to Vic. You guys, we'll get the cameraman. Okay, so, so these are my dear, dear friends. This is... Dave, and Skip, Say and, hey. and Will, and guess what his last name is? Will <laughs> Smith. Oh my gosh, the white Will Smith. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow, hey. congratulations. And, and this over here is Mike, and Mike came down from Canada, bro. Welcome to Dallas, guys. So let me tell you why they're here. Uh, there's a big auction, a big Star Trek auction of memorabilia, Props, costumes from the original series of Star Trek. And we're going to steal big it. Fans. We're going to go steal it. We talked about that. Talked about yeah, it. I, I know. Darius is a criminal. I have a guy. Darius can break in. Yeah, Darius, come here. Come on, set. Darius, tell them that you can sneak in. You know, your cousin stole a bunch of stuff from a bank, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have a wheel guy. Okay, so tell, so yeah. So there there was a gentleman named Greg Jean that had a huge collection over the years, and it's being auctioned at Heritage Auction here right in, in Dallas. Dallas. Oh wow! So we actually signed up for an, uh, an assigned scheduled appointment to go in and look at all the stuff, and and they all came in. Well, Skip lives here in town, but he came from Florida, Indiana. Indianapolis, and Canada. 
to, uh, to come together. So they joined us tonight to watch the show, and I'm sure we've traumatized them. They'll yes, we back. have scared them to death. And Vic is one of the OG Star Trek fans out there. He created his own series about it. So tell the people where they can watch the Star Trek series. StarTrekContinues.com. And these guys all worked on it, and uh, it was a big labor of love. Check it out. StarTrekContinues.com. 11 episodes, all free to watch. And then who is wrong? Was George Takei, was he, was he the bad guy, or was Shatner the bad guy? I think George is the bad guy. What do you guys think? I think George... Here, you let guys me just, team Shatner? I just, team I just think that George... I don't think George is a bad guy. Right. What I think is that he, he's a revisionist. He doesn't remember the reality in the 60s. Bill Shatner was the star of that show. Yeah. George Takei was a day player. He was nobody. You know what I mean? But he, he was lucky like to have that gig. But now, 50 years later, he's like, oh, he took our life. He was the star of the show. The whole show rested on Shatner's shoulders. You know what I mean? So it's a very different time. The future time. of it rests on Vic's shoulders and these young men right here. So thank you guys <laughs> for coming on the show. All right, we're in the show the same way every time with the freestyle finale. DJ, hit the beat. Days for Palestine, and my name is Alex Stan, and I spank Darius' behind. He's a flirt, you can't twerk, I'm a jerk. Let me see you dance, let me see you dance, shake that ass. 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 Let me see your dance, shake that ass. Queens of Palestine, Queens of Palestine, I'm Alex Stan. Queens of Palestine, Queens of Palestine, I'm a pimp on a blimp, always eat steak and shrimp, I'm a pimp on a blimp. Alright guys, this has been our show, it's right there today, I love you, I love Vince, good night! Ah. Shout out Mike, $20 Super Chat. $20 Super Chat! Some love for Alex Stein, a provocateur doing good things, thank you Mike. Thanks Mike! Thanks Mike! Get out of here Darius! The show's over! Mike. End the show now!